Welcome to Animal Cafe, where you'll hear weekly interviews with experts and enthusiasts working to better the lives of animals, and a monthly segment reviewing fun, fabulous, and useful products for your pets. Check our website, animalcafe.co, for more. Hi there. Today we are talking to Amy Cook. And she is the creator and moderator of the Shy Canines, Shy Canines, Shy Canines Yahoo group. Is that how you, That's right. you would call it? Uh-huh. And also currently pursuing your, your pursuing your doctorate in the well in psychology. It is in the psychology department, but it's uh, my dissertation is about the dog human relationship and and how uh, human influences a dog's um, uh, approach to problem solving. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's pretty. That's pretty specific and, and wonderful. It is. You get to do that. It, it is. It's been a real blessing, and and um, you know, I was I've been a trainer for such a long time, and it's been you know, it's a bit frustrating, as you know, to you know make certain claims about dogs that we think are kind of true, but we don't know for sure. And it's really nice to be able to go back and actually ask these questions myself. I think I think it's. I hope that this is a trend. You're one of the first people doing something like this, aren't you? If well, not, you know, prob- probably not. No, there, there's a, a number of people. But when I started now six or so years ago, um, it was it, you know there were there were people, but it wasn't really big. And just in the time I've been there, it's gotten just much huger. So really asking the questions Absolutely. about dog cognition and and how animals and people interact. Well, that's more my specific thing, mm-hmm. but a, a lot of people are chasing just a number of questions down. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what, you know, how do dogs problem solve? How do they problem do solve. what okay. they do? Yeah. How do they cool. read you? How do they, you know, can they be jealous? Can they, this you know, awesome. uh, that kind of stuff. Just all the, all the things we want to know. And I know, I know that somewhere there's people doing more practical, like how does this, you know, work in a shelter or stuff like that. Not just so much on what dog, dogs think, but um, uh, I think what, what dogs think is pretty uh, hot in research right now. I guess, you know, they're so important and they play such a large role in our lives and in our society because of that. that It's amazing that it hasn't been done before. So I'm glad glad that you're at the forefront of that and and it's pretty exciting and cool that you do it. But even before you started that, you were, you've been, you've had this shy canines list. I have. Gosh, I've had that for 11 years now. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Yeah, I took it over in 2001 just after 9-11, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, um, and and what is the, what is the main purpose of your list? How did, why did, how did that... What, are you helping people with shy dogs? We're helping people, you know, deal with, with having adopted or, or realizing that their dog is shy, their new puppy or so is shy. Um, it started uh, with other list owners. I wish I could remember now, you know, their names. I, I don't. Uh, Don and I forget who's, who had it before. It's been so long. But um, I was just a member before um, oh, and okay. was giving advice. You know, I thought I'd be helpful and, and help people with what I knew. Uh, could work. And, um, there was just a, a change of ownership and I, st- I stepped up. I wanted to really make oh, cool. it a great source of this information for the web. And I've, I've cultivated to be not a very chatty sort of place, but more where you can get, um, really accurate, really, really safe advice for things you can do with your shy dog that you, that you can see. And a lot of people across the country, I, I guess across the world, don't have somebody near them, mm-hmm. you know, an experienced trainer that does this. So they, you know, they're kind of adrift. So, well, okay, so I know there are lots of people out there that have dogs that are shy. And, and, and do we have a qualifier for that? I mean, it, it seems like a really basic term. It, it does. And, and I get often on the list or just in general, like, I think my dog is shy, but she's definitely not fearful. And, you know, I, I don't, 
I don't really separate the okay. terms. I, I think shy is a euphemism for fearful. It's, you know, yeah. you kind of get tired of saying fear all of the time. You, we speak in, in, in synonyms and such. Um, maybe shyness is a, you know, a, a milder version, but, you know, I think for just for, for purposes of being specific, I, I think of it as a continuum of one one emotion. And, and this isn't, um, this is, so this is a, we're talking it as kind of a personality trait versus, oh, my dog is afraid of, you know, children or bicycles or, or does that all, does it, does that count? It, it does count. Um, your dog is fearful of one thing. Your dog is globally fearful. Exactly. And you know, there's <clears throat> differences in maybe what you would do to, you know, to approach that, uh, there, there'd be difference, uh, differences in sort of the timeline or the prognosis you might, you might have. Uh, for the dog, but, um, all fear is, you know, welcome on the list. And I certainly have, have dealt with, you know, specific and global fears. Definitely. So where do we begin? I mean, you, 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 I guess someone adopts a new dog or they have a new puppy and, and they find out that they're fearful or they see a dog. Let's say, let's take it even a step further. They see a dog in the shelter or, um, they feel like the shy puppy maybe is going to be the calmest one. Like, how do people end up with the shy puppy, and 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 what do we what do we do about that? Right. I think a lot of people end up with shy dogs. Um, it's sort of I see it going in two ways. You know, one is it it seemed like a perfectly you know outgoing dog in the environment I saw mm-hmm. him in, so in okay. the shelter yeah. or the foster or the owner, the previous owner, the breeder, um, and I get home and all of a sudden it, you know the dog is you know under the couch, um, <clears throat> or Yes, it's seen, the, the family has seen that dog in the shelter. And, and honestly, I think their heart just goes out to that dog. We have to save dogs that are shaking in the corner and are so petrified. We, we, we empathize with that. And we, sure. we really want to be the ones who can help fix that and, and give them, you know, the life they should have. So that brings two questions to mind already. Um, so these dogs that uh, are surprised... Surprise shy dogs. Right. You know, how does that happen? I mean, what, why? So they're fine in the home... Right. Um, you know, I see the story in, enough times where maybe the, you know, the family's gotten the, an adolescent or young adult from the breeder and the breeder has, you know, kept the dog as a possible show prospect, but didn't really work out. And that dog really just saw that breeder's home, the inside of a crate in the car, the inside of a crate at a show, a couple of show venues. And that's kind of it. It had its family, its other dogs, and no real other socialization. So not really, no socialization, not a well-rounded experience of, of life. Right past and, the socialization window, so these dogs could be six, eight months already, and and not and not even a pet dog life anywhere, a companion dog life, anyway, right? So right. maybe they have not seen things, um, household items like vacuum cleaners or stairs. They might not or, have. They might have been kenneled the whole time, um, or it might just have been that they only saw the one thing, the, the way their house worked, and that was it. And yeah, now there's okay. traffic noise because they were on a farm before, or now. There's more men or children in the house, and before it was just a you know a, a woman breeding, which is I think kind of more common. Um, but it's it's often hard to say with shy dogs. We we often don't even really know what you know why they're mm-hmm. like this, or you know yeah. really the first time we see it is because we see it. We see the dog shaking. We see the dog hiding, or you know uh, defend, being defensive. Um, and much of the time, I don't really have the story you know, as to okay. why this dog became this way. And okay, I, I want to go back to that—that that we don't have the story. I'll try to remember that. But then okay. also, the other thing is, you know, the people that do empathize with these dogs—that you know—they see them in the shelter, they want to get them out. Um, yeah. Is that a, is that a good choice? I mean, you know. 
You know, I struggle with that. Or do people that. just not know what they're getting into? Uh, they think I think they don't know what they're getting do into. Do they think that the dog is only maybe shy because they're in the shelter and they don't realize that? I think they think they can do a, a lot more naturally for the dog. That that just loving this dog and giving it a calm home or you know giving it you know, nurturing um, will show the dog that everything's all right and they'll come around it. I mean, it works you know to a certain extent with people that way. Mm-hmm. And we're people, and we're we're you know helping our dogs like we would help other people. Um, but that just doesn't that doesn't do it. That doesn't work. And and I don't think that people who adopt fearful dogs are really prepared for the the life upheaval that that can be. I'd never want to really dissuade somebody from going and saving a life from you know from a shelter or rescue. Um, but people should really know what what they're about to get so into. So let's talk about that. If you had if you could if you could talk about there were three things that you wanted people to know about shy dogs. Yeah. Um, what would what would that be? Well, your top three. Well, first I'd I'd like them to know. Um, We're dealing with a not shy dog at the moment who's climbing all over me like a monkey. <laughs> My puppy. Um, I'd like them to think about the timeline of all of this. They're likely to be changing their lives uh, uh, enormously. They might be changing the how many changing, the humans okay. are changing how many people are going to be coming over to their house because maybe their dog just cannot handle visitors, um, or the grandkids coming over because the dog cannot handle kids. Your life's going to change. Um, where are you going to go on vacation? Who's going to watch your shy dog? If, if this dog is very afraid of new people, you know, you might have to cultivate relationships. It might take years to do. Um, those kinds of wow. things will be impactful. Um, and also, uh, timeline-wise, people ask, you know, but, well, okay, but for how long? Like, when is it going to resolve then, right? And that's a really difficult question to answer. It depends so much on... Um, things the dog is going to tell us because we can't, you know, I don't know if it was always fearful, you know, when we get to the dog, I don't know if this is something fairly recent or fairly specific. Um, and so, uh, you know, it can be that, you know, the curve is really dependent a lot on how mild or how severe are we talking in the first place? Um, what's the age of the dog in the first place and how long has this been going on? Often, if, I've, if I'm working with these people in a week or two, I can tell you because if we're getting a lot of movement in the first couple of weeks, it, it bodes well for this kind of getting to you know a good resolution on a, on a, on a fairly um, reasonable Okay, so that's, that will change based – I mean, I mean your, the prognosis greatly depends on the dog's – Resiliency, a past experience. Well, yeah, uh, you know, like we're, we're guessing here. Yeah. My guess is that a dog that's come up this shy, um, people want to say it's genetic. As far as I'm going to, you know, put my, you know, pat my flag down on that one is that if the dog can get that fearful, even if it was just from an experience, there's something in its resiliency sure. that doesn't really okay. work. Because some dogs might be really sad in a shelter environment, for instance, and maybe not look great. You know, maybe, you know, have their tail between their right, legs or right. just do low energy. You get them out. And they're fine. And they're fine. Right. This is something different. And this that. is something different. Um, so being unhappy isn't necessarily just, isn't the same thing. It you. isn't the same thing. And, you know, of course, fostering to, to find out some of these things is good. You really want to make sure that a dog you, you adopt is a fit for your family mm-hmm. and a fit for your abilities to, to solve whatever, you know, issues they come with. We all have something. Can you train house training? If not, perhaps, you know, you don't think you can acquire it, this, then, then, you know, a non-house trained or a puppy is not for you. Uh, same with shy dogs. It requires um, a lot of patience and a lot of... Um, you know, giving up of some of your expectations, maybe even mourning them for a while, because it's not the fantasy life you had planned when you adopted a dog, and it's going like this, it's going to be great, and and now it's changing, and you need to adjust to that, usually. So, so the number one 
think people should understand is that their lives are going to dramatically change, sometimes permanently, sometimes for a short period of time. Right, and and, and it's difficult to predict how long that's going to be. Okay. So when you're walking in the door, getting the shy dog, Absolutely. walking with your eyes open, that that you know what the changes might be like, and can you deal with them for a potentially long period of time? No guarantees. It might be short, but okay. you can't say going in. So it's important for people to to know because, as you said, love is not enough. That's... It's not enough. It's not. Um, the second thing I, I tend to you know make sure people know, if they, especially you know I'll get a I'll get an email off and like we're about to adopt a shy dog. What do I need to know? Or I, we saw this dog in the shelter and I'm planning on taking it in. I know it's going to be hard, but I want to do it. What do I need to know? Um, and you know, when you when you first get a dog, we've all gotten many of us have gotten a dog. You're just so excited, and you you want to spend all your time with that dog, and you want to look and pet the dog and show it off to everybody, and you're fantasizing and buying puppy toys and all of this, <laughs> and you just love all the fun stuff of a new dog. Um, and that's really a recipe for, if not disaster, at least discomfort for the shy dog who's coming into your home. I mean, all the enthusiasm and, and all excitement and exuberance. Enthusiasm, all the all the um, you know, the attention a new dog gets yes. the, for the first days that it's anywhere. You yeah, know, yeah. even just even just your energy at being so excited at having the dog in the house and looking at them sideways and oh, there it is, a high puppy, you're so cute, God, I love you, you're cute. And you know, it, it, it's already difficult, we can assume, for this dog coming out of this shelter. Who knows how long it's been in the shelter? Now it's in a new place. It may never have been inside a home. Okay. Or it may never have seen your mm-hmm. kind of home or mm-hmm. your kind of traffic or your kind of family. Um, either way, the dog is telling you probably by, by hiding or shrinking away from you or trying to you know, get to an alone space that it's overwhelmed by this. And it's your job, I believe. I think people should set up safe places for dogs to be, mm-hmm. whether it's a crate in a quiet place or if your dog chooses a closet, then make that closet available at all times. Give them somewhere that they can go to escape you, escape the pressures of this new house, and just decompress. If they have nowhere they can do that, and and that you can't, you, what you're saying is you 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 can't be that source of comfort necessarily. I mean, there's a different thing we'll get to later, but that you you're not the one, right? Who's go- especially if you're new. Exactly. They're not, they're not, you know, they don't have a relationship with you. You, you can't hug a, a shy dog into really feeling can't. relaxed. Exactly. And, and you know, you have no relationship with this dog and that's not the way to build it because he's already afraid mm-hmm. of, and possibly of you. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, hugging is, is really just making him more afraid. We as apes, we want to reassure, we want to, you know, oh, make contact. Right. Tech, you know, exactly. Yeah. We're, you know, that would, that would reassure us. Um, but if a dog is seeking some alone time, I want him to have that alone time. Especially, you've just adopted this dog. Set up safe places. What are some signals about. that they might need some alone time? Before we get to your number three. Uh, I don't even know if we're on number three. No, we're not. Things, no, before we, there's so many things. There's so many things I want them to do when they bring the shy dog home. Just yes. a couple more okay. things. Okay. Um, well, you know, they're typically uh, not seeking your your social attention, not seeking your petting possibly maintaining a distance from you or holding still a lot if you're around or if you're touching them, not wagging, just kind of holding still, um, you know, progressing to obviously, obvious things like shaking, you know, drooling, you know, barking and running away from you. There can be very obvious signs. That I don't think people realize that subtle avoidance or lack of pro active contact yeah. is, is a sign that would be like a mild sign of their polite way of saying uh, that I'm not enjoying this. Yeah. And you know, I have a rule with all, with all dogs, not, not just shy dogs, all dogs, dogs have to be completely willing and, and, you know, partners in the, in the petting that we have. I extend an invitation to any dog. And if they don't complete that invitation, they don't want me to be, you know, being social with them. I would do the same thing with you. I'd extend my hand in greeting, and if you didn't shake my hand, it would be inappropriate to come up and hug you then. Yes, absolutely. It's a great analogy. I ask if you'd like to say hello, and if you say no, 
great, um, I have other things I can do. Um, and that is particularly important for a shy dog. You can make sometimes an overture, but if, if they just cannot complete the two inches and come to your hand or the three feet to come to your hand, it's not time. Yeah. They don't want to be pet. They might take it, but they don't want it. Okay, good, good to know. All right, we, we have more things. We, okay, we, have our, we have your number three, but we also have your other things you well, want people to know. Cu- just a couple of other things they should do when they bring the shy yes. dog into the house. I want them to give it a safe place so it can always retreat to that. And then I want them to remove all social pressure, which we were just sort of talking about. That's what I call it. That's what it's called. Um, so no direct looking, no talking, no making a big deal of them. No social no pressure to be social. That's a tall order for it's people. It's a tall you know, order. As you said, they're so excited. Everybody and they got the to. dog to interact. They didn't get it to... Exactly. You know, and, but, you know, that includes don't be weird. So a lot of people, when they're trying to ignore a dog on purpose, <laughs> yeah. they squat real slow and stick their hand to the side and move their head away. Or and, the and stiff look, robot. And they're all weird and stiff and yeah. trying to be so perfect. And that's weird. And you're weirding out your dog by doing it. Ignoring means you walk by. Ignoring means you, you're not paying attention to this. Meet the needs of your dog, but do not ask the dog to be social. Um, and you may ask them, well, how am I going to feed it and take it out? You take it out like you're going to have to do. Uh, but for feeding, I also like you to do what's called personal feeding. It's a step away from hand feeding, which people like to try first. You, you have them eating out of your hand. Dogs who are too fearful to come to your hand have to choose between their their real fear and their real hunger. And that's a hard place to be. I like people to walk by where the dog is, put down just a, a few morsels and leave. And when that's gone, you're allowed to put more. If it's not gone, don't put more. Yet. Similar to what we do with open pot at level one, classical conditioning, which is what you're doing. It I is suppose. classical conditioning. Um, but people often sort of put the food down and then back away and look and hope yeah. the dog's going to eat. And I want you to put it down and then go about your business. And you'll get to know how far away you have to be or how quiet it has to be. Sometimes you'll only eat at night. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to get to know that. Once you know, you can start shortening that to get all the way to hand feeding eventually. It needs okay. to be very careful. Very good advice. And I've never heard that. Yeah, I, I do that. And then, um, you know, that's, the, you know, because people often make that mistake first. They're trying mm-hmm. to hand feed and the dog won't eat. And now what? Or it's, or it's shaking and eating out of their hand. And that's not going to Adding, you. yeah, adding. It's the wrong kind of classical conditioning at that point. Right. And they, and they have to eat, so. Yeah, look at that. That's me. That's crazy. <laughs> so are there, are there other tips? Um, well, those are, those are the three biggies for the dog is, is just come into your house. How, what do I do the first night, the first week, the first couple of weeks? That's really it. Um, to get yourself situated and going. The feeding, the hand feeding, personal feeding, will help you build an economy of of exchanging things, which you'll eventually use to train your dog or to classically condition your dog. But if they can't take food from you comfortably and and happily, you're nowhere. So you're starting with that. And you may be doing that for weeks. Um, And making sure your dog has safe places and not being social. I wouldn't do anything, any social overture, until the dog is asking for it. Well, that's the other thing, right? Because people want their friends to meet the dog. They want to take their dog to the park to meet all the other new dogs that they've envisioned playing with. Right. And And having their lattes and walking around the dog park. And to have any chance of that working in the long run, they've got to kind of forego that for the short term. I I think so. At least very commonly. I mean, every dog is going to be a little different. The, The... afraid of different things, a suite of behaviors. They're not always global. Um, but you need a relationship with this dog. If you have any hope of, of being they in a safe place you. okay, when absolutely. you're outside or yeah. whatever. And if they're not even comfortable okay. enough to be close enough to you to take food, uh, you're not there. You're just not there. What's your number three? 
Well, the number three thing I wish people understood, uh, it's not so much, it's off the, the getting the dog home thing, is this myth about rewarding fear. Oh, this is a biggie. It's this a, is a biggie. Yeah. It is a biggie. It's, it's been um, fortunately now written up a number of places. People can go look for it if they look for the myth of reinforcing fear rather than just can I so reinforce we'll fear. So we'll explain to people um, the idea that is that you don't want to pet a dog or comfort them when they're being shy. And this is different than what we were talking about before. It is. It is. Um, people think, or people will be writing about it, you'll hear that if you comfort a dog or soothe it or pet it or say, it's okay, it's all right, when it's being shy, that you are, quote, telling the dog it's okay to be afraid. Yes. So people That's what they're mostly dog. afraid yes. of. Okay. And I, and I see a couple of things in there. Um, one is, it is okay to be afraid. The dog is afraid for a perfectly legitimate reason, according to the dog. Sure. Right? Um, you know, it's, it's, it's already just kind of off track to, to be thinking that you I, need to, them I need to afraid. tell you that you're not afraid. You shouldn't be afraid of this. Yeah. So maybe I shouldn't be afraid of spiders. But I am. I, I know. I know. You've I, killed I them learned. for me. And I, I am. And there's anyway. no amount of yes. approval or disapproval from you that's going to make me change what I feel about spiders. I legitimately don't like them, even if they won't hurt me. The dog has a legitimate fear. So telling it it's okay or not telling it it's okay is not, is, is not even on the table. Secondly, um, people are, what they're really saying when they say, I don't want to tell my dog it's all, it's all right. What they're saying is, I'm afraid I will... Um, make the fear worse. Even if they're using the terms reinforce and, and you can't, you can't reinforce fear. It's a, it's a cla it's in classical conditioning land, not operant conditioning land. It's not under reinforcement and punishment. It's under, uh, you know, other principles, but outside of the misuse of can't reinforce fear in there, I think what they're afraid of is I don't want to worsen the sure, fear. Okay. I just don't which, want to you know, make it makes worse, sense. which yeah. you can do, Yeah. which frankly you can do. The thing is, you're just not going to do it from providing comfort. You're not going to do it from soothing a dog, from, from giving it something that helps it. That won't make any fear worse. It, at best, will, I mean, at worst, will do nothing. It won't help at all, which or is make, very common. Or make it worse, as we were saying earlier. This is what I wanted to... to okay, you, you want know, to make a distinction there. Yeah, I right. do. I do, because okay. you know, earlier I, we, we were talking about when you first get a dog home, right. don't cuddle and coddle it. Right. But, yes. not, but it's not because we're worried about reinforcing fear. It's not that because point. of that it's at because all. because we're worried about adding I'm worried about adding stress. fear, right, adding stress. <laughs> exactly. Is, I don't want you doing it. So, so what you need to do, really... You if you just, have a relationship with the dog, it's different. If you have a relationship with the dog, it's different. So here's something that you can just take to... to know all of it. Anything that you do that brings comfort to your dog is fine to do. When your dog has come here, it's their first day, your attention is not comforting. Their mm -hmm. safe place is. Provide it. Okay. Later, when you have a great relationship, let's say, and they're, they're afraid and they inch a little closer to you, putting your hand on their shoulder, speaking softly, it, it, you know, might comfort them. If it does, do it. If it doesn't, then note that and do something else. Get more distance, bring out a toy, bring out some food, get more distance, get more distance. Absolutely. Okay. You know, do what your dog needs to feel secure and comforted in that moment. And every dog's a little different, which is why you need to get to know that. And so you, the dog who's first come into your house, you're not a source of comfort. So that's not what you're going to be doing. Don't worry about that. I'll make it worse by that. What will make it worse is if you freak out, if you punish them, <laughs> if you choke the, the, you know, the leash up, if you pet them in a very nervous way, I don't know why you're so upset. Fido, this is terrible. You know, you can make it worse. Yeah. But your reaction will will affect their behavior. Your reaction can affect their behavior, um, but comforting is never a bad gotcha. idea. Well, that's 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 a really good note to end on because I do think that is the biggest myth that still exists. It really is, and um, 
and this fits obviously right in. I can see why you why you've selected your your topic of study because <laughs> this is all about relationship, the human dog relationship, right. and how we can affect that. So um, it's very it's very interesting stuff. I, I guess I guess let's end with with one one tiny little thing. Hmm. Uh, can you res- can you change a fearful dog into a non fearful non fearful dog? dog? Well, yes and no because mm-hmm. it sadly really depends on that dog. You know, if you have a really mild fear um, and a really young dog, yeah, pretty much, probably, you know, but there's always the dog for whom that did not work. Um, Dogs who, you know, you acquired at two or three or even, you know, one and a half and they're globally afraid, they're shaking at every turn, they're afraid to be outside, they're afraid of people, kids, everything. Um, You can usually make a lot of, get a lot of traction in that. but it's a, you know, it's it's probably not a dog that's going to then just become the bell of the ball, social butterfly, loving everything. But there's there's plenty of exceptions I can think of, even in just my regu- my cases where that does happen. So, you know, it's it it's hard to way. make good great generalizations, and often medications are, are involved at that point to to support you in your training. Do you have resources for people if you if someone has a shy dog and they felt like they this interview kind of. Spark them. Yes. Where would where would you send? Obviously, to the shy canines. They can join list. shy canines list at Yahoo. It's, it's shy, and then the letter K dash the number nine. I inherited the name. I'd make it a little easier if I could if I could change it. Um, shy canines at yahoo.com. Um, there's actually a, a fair number of books out for shy dog. Help you know help fear shy dog. All those things help your fearful dogs. Um, I'd be a little careful though because a lot of the books out there really are still saying don't reinforce your dog when it's afraid. It'll just learn to be more afraid. Um, so, you know, the resources out there are a bit spotty. You have to, to, to pick and choose and find the, the stuff that works for you. Um, you can join the list, and certainly I would, I would help you figure out uh, those kinds of things. Find but, the, right, the right resources. Right. And really, I just I need to write the book. Yes. Well, <laughs> that'll be next. That'll I know. Be, that'll I know. be your next interview. I know. Ian, well, until then, there you go. I will um, leave you to your writing. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> and, and we'll reconvene when, when your book is about to come out. Awesome. <laughs> thank you very much for your time today. Thank you. I know you're busy.